1: You got that rocker MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting to stall, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Stay thong.
2: Ladies and gentlemen.
0: Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling.
2: And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today.
0: Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here.
1: It this way, the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time,
2: same time, it's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks, each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick for you, working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for the rundown.
0: Welcome, everybody, to the rundown. I'm your host, Troy, and joining me sal so, how you doing buddy i'm doing good how are you doing my friend hey you know i'm hanging in there it is a two-man crew tonight just me and you you and
1: me that's right me and you <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right uh yeah sadly um jason uh, his life is still too crazy and uh now not sadly for him obviously because you know he's he's being he's being the good dad he's supposed to be uh but sad for us because we don't get to have him talk about certain things uh and uh and adam away feeling ill tonight so i hope you feel better buddy so i learned that full gear this was this weekend when adam said oh shit i didn't know full gear was this weekend
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also wasn't aware Full Gear was this weekend until Dynamite this week. So,
0: hey man, John Moxley wasn't aware that Full Gear was this weekend. So
1: Saturday, Sunday, day's <laughs> the pay per view. Saturday,
0: okay, it's okay. Nobody was watching. Uh, nobody was there either. Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. We uh, we started to see some pretty bad hits. Obviously, boasting about one million dollar gates. And how all these tickets are sold, and then all of the videos and stuff like that showing that like yeah there 's not three thousand people here that all of those tickets that people bought they're they 're sitting there on stub up right now, trying to get resold, and they 're not getting picked up by anybody, so I think that that 's going to slow down now because eventually these these guys who, who turn around and do this shit are going to start going i 'm losing money on this fucking shit. Because nobody's buying these tickets. You know, that's secondary market. But, so yeah, we've seen a bunch of videos where it was like maybe 500, maybe 600 people were actually in the building, which obviously we've talked about before about Tony loves to buy up tickets too, to make it seem like it's more. But then, of course, if you watch the show and you listen, you go, yeah, it it sounds like it's a nearly empty arena. (laughs) Like the crowd was not very loud for anything and...
1: We'll talk more about it when we talk about Full Gear and some of the awful booking decisions this company continues to make. But I will give credit to Jason, who is not here, um, because back in 2019, when every single dirt sheet and internet troll was telling you how awesome AEW was because they were selling out arenas, Jason correctly pointed out that it's very easy to sell out the first time you go to a town. Yep. (laughs) Let's see how they do second and third time back. And outside of certain hotspots, I will say there's been a couple
0: of cities that are still good to them. Uh, But the majority have kind of lost interest. It's not. And it's not just that. It's also also the fact that they have gone back to the same cities so many times. Yes, you know that's they've, gone to, they've gone to they've got a Chicago what twenty thousand people. It,
1: they have beaten that <laughs> Chicago horse to death at this point. Um, they did this, and now they're starting to do a Boston. They're up here frequently, like I think every yeah. two months now they're up here. Um, they don't get people in Texas. They don't really get people in California, um, and despite what they want you to think that. Uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium show was a third of what they got last year. So, yeah. they're running into some tough problems in some key markets, and it's not going to get better, because it's not like they can bring in a CM Punk this year, now is it? <laughs> you know I, mean? nope,
0: I can't do that anymore. Um, so, in, in case you're not up on the things. so WrestleTix is a perfect... Place to get a lot of a lot of these numbers from, and what they do is is they don't pull like secondary tickets or anything of like that. They don't look at the actual people are there. They simply look at the amount that were sold on like Ticketmaster, and you have Survivor Series uh, in Boston. Now, that is coming up next weekend.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They have. Twelve thousand seven hundred forty tickets sold, and they have one hundred seventy tickets left unsold. So that that's going to be a <laughs> sellout, yep. you know. If You look at somebody like that you go, okay, yeah, that's that's a pay per view. So obviously that's that's going to be more. But look at Monday Night Raw uh, from Albany, New York. That's going to be taking place next Monday. They've got five thousand tickets sold, and only eight hundred left unsold. And when they show that crowd most of those people
1: are
0: going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, um, funny
1: yeah. that you mentioned Survivor Series in Boston, because it, it's a market that WWE has gone to a few times for Survivor Series. Um, but this just shows just how much of a difference booking can, can make, because yeah. in 2012, or, or 2015, I forget which one it was, it it was a Survivor Series headlined by Big Show and Randy Orton. Right. And although eventually it did sell out, they did struggle out of the gate to get tickets sold. Um, this year, you put War Games in Survivor Series. It's all of a sudden moving tickets a lot faster. Right. And that's the difference, man. Sometimes, even for a product like WWE that's been around for 50 years... Sometimes you can do things that will generate more interest, and people will buy more tickets. Imagine
0: that! So, part of this too, was um, obviously the fact that they said there was 3,000 tickets sold for for this event here, Um, and that clearly wasn't the amount of people that that showed up. But this was also, there were emails that got sent out to people who had purchased tickets in the past uh, to... Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut show, where it was enticing WWE fans to buy on-sale tickets to AEW's Dynamite. That's not good. Now, that's not something that you could you could you could say AEW did it wasn't the one that it did it was the arena, but that actually makes it worse if it's the arena.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the arena is trying to. Recover, you know, yeah. some of that loss that they that they are spending right. having the show there, and like, right? Um, you know, it's it's really it's a little bit apples and oranges, but um, I can't because I was uh, a member of the Mohegan Sun, whatever the fuck, rewards thing. I used to constantly okay. get uh, emails about Connecticut Sun games, which is WNBA, right? to the point where at one point I think they were giving me free tickets. They were just like, hey, come see the game! And I'm like, nah, yeah. I don't really want to. Um, but you would never see that like, I don't get emails from the garden despite how many times I go
0: see the Celtics.
1: Right. They're not, they're not asking me to go see the Celtics.
0: Yeah. And I know that um, th- that people have brought up like, oh, sometimes uh, NXT will, will hire like 30 guys to be seat fillers. Well, that's 30 guys. That's also in that's the,
1: Florida at
0: the same place every Same game. place every time, yep. And <laughs> and that's that's a lot fucking different than when AEW goes to these arenas that are already smaller than venues that WWE would do just because of the fact they know they're not going to fill them and move everybody away and put them all on hard cam side. Like, that is not a good look.
1: I, I will say and this. As far as public perception, I, I understand Tony's going to do whatever it takes to make it look like there's people at the arena. And that's yeah. that's fine. You move people to the hard cam, that's fine. But like you had mentioned earlier, that sound, oh, it's different yeah. when there's only 500 people versus 5,000.
0: Right. And the, the, the video that we saw had Jericho's theme song playing. And I have said before on the show, that his theme song is a recording of people singing his song. That's, so when you hear it on TV, you hear the entire crowd cheering, chanting along to his song and stuff like that. That's not really happening, no. and I've been saying that for a long time that that's not really happening. And he definitely is the type of asshole who would be like, "No, we got to do like a choir during my song, so it sounds like there's like the whole entire crowd is singing," because we kept seeing it. Where they would show crowd shots while his his theme song was going on, and it'd be like one person singing out of the group, and you're like, why does it sound like everybody's singing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and there's like, was, yeah. uh,
1: so many, so many camera shots of people like talking to their friend or their mouth is yeah. just closed or they're drinking something, and I'm like, well, those people aren't singing,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, again, are there people singing on it? Sure, sure, a couple people, but. Is it what it sounds like? Is it like the people chanting for Sami Zayn in Saudi Arabia? No, no, no not at all. When you when you had the people like at the Raws after Banias who would be who would be singing songs stuff like that, that was real. That wasn't a pre recorded thing that was being pumped through the speakers or anything of like that. That was the people in the crowd all fucking singing along to the song. You know, remember that's remember what,
1: what Cardiff, Wales did for Bailey a couple months ago? Uh, okay that's 100% not playing because they literally wouldn't let her be a heel that night <laughs> right,
2: exactly um,
1: meanwhile, I don't think it stops with just Jericho's theme song I think for a while regardless of, of how I felt at the time, I think there were CM Punk chants piped in Yeah, um, yeah and I think sure. you occasionally hear chants for other people uh, Sting mm. maybe even Mox you know it's just they pipe in when they need to you can tell yeah
0: yeah and i don't want to i don't want to pretend that wb's never done this there were goldberg chants that were piped in at times. Sure. okay but they, like i said again we're, we're talking about two completely different things where the they continue to pretend that chris jericho is that over that the crowd is fucking chanting launch and stuff like that they continue to pretend that jungle boy is still over even though his fucking push has completely deflated because people sing along to his song but it's like it's not it's not fucking hard to do you don't even need more than one person for it you literally can just record your, yourself singing it a couple different times modulate it a little modulate bit and it stack it on up. top of you <laughs> and just put it on top of each other and now you're and fucking bob's your uncle like just yeah that's that's the thing that baffles me about it, I realized that we we tumbled down this, but I was looking at our predictions poll while we did, it, and I forgot to ask you, how's it, how how you been? <laughs> yeah, we didn't mean to go
1: down this road, and and we'll yeah. we'll deviate for it for a second. Um, I've been all right. Uh, just dealing with whatever life throws at me, but I've decided that instead of you know bitching about it or or stewing on it, I'm just gonna just gonna let it go whatever you know what whatever life throws at me throw it at me what else is there? there you go there you go elsa Just let it go <laughs> um and you know you just try to find the best in every day you know yep. there are a lot of good things uh and my, my girls are doing great in school this year which is amazing um uh, we got their first report cards and everybody's getting A's. and awesome it's almost like is this fake because i see how much you complain about your homework but i'll take it
0: (laughs) yeah nice how are things with you just fine um i had a had my chiropractic appointment today so tomorrow i'll be feeling kind of shitty but um the next day after that is when i feel good i'm always like kind of sore because the dude fucking you know puts a lot of force into me and i have uh Not only do I have, like, a back and shoulder issue, but I also have a jaw issue where my the right side of my jaw, I I can open it and it'll pop. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy, like, literally is, like, felt it and was just like, wow, this is pretty bad. He's like, yeah, you're telling me. (laughs) What do they
1: recommend for that other than these uh, chiropractic appointments?
0: So... You can you can try to loosen up with chiropractic appointments because it, may, it might be like a muscle thing or whatever that. But ultimately, uh, if that doesn't work, they'll break your jaw. They'll sure. they'll literally yeah yeah they'll they'll break it and reset it and and hope that that does it. Now, there's other things too that you could do like the a dentist can try to like cut into it and and like cut away some of the bone that's you know catching on it, but yeah, mostly it's just break a jar, reset it and not can go from there. So I don't wanna do that. Right. But it is fucking annoying, you know. Uh, so
1: I don't know about you, but I'm welcoming the future where we can just be cyborgs and yes. have have better and easier access to mechanical mm-hmm. parts. Like that's fine yeah, with me. Sure. Just
0: replace anything that's broken. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just just rip my fucking jaw off and replace it with a metal jaw. I'll be fine. <laughs> and we're with good to go.
1: Never have to worry yeah. about going to the dentist again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was a um, a relatively normal weekend on, on show watching for me. Um, just been watching Cabinet of Curiosities, and uh, I wound up because. Well, Normally, I try to do like a a, a movie or something of like that, but last weekend uh, we wound up getting high, and that makes it so it's it's hard to watch something new. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna watch fucking Itch chapter One again. There you go. <laughs> so so that's why I took like one night out of the out of the time that we could actually watch it, but yeah,
1: so I've got I'm actually oh in a very similar situation when it comes to to that because any time that I'm high, which is which is frequently. I don't want to watch something new. I even hesitate to watch a new episode of a TV show because I won't remember fucking Jack's right. shit. I'll have to yep. just go back and rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. being said, I did happen to catch Black Panther last Friday. Oh, uh, okay. Wanda Forever. And. That is a movie I would go see again and I would definitely go see high. But it was good awesome. even without it. Um it was <laughs> it was really good. The runtime said three hours and five minutes. It wasn't because they that includes all the credits and, and previews. It was sure. more like two forty five, but um okay. it flew by. It didn't feel like that. You know, how, like sometimes you're in a long movie you're like Ugh. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I hear ya. <laughs>
1: like, uh, I'll freely admit, when I went to go see the newer Star Wars movies, it kind of dragged at different points. Um, this wasn't like that. This was great.
0: Cool. Good to hear. I, I'm very, uh, very happy to see these these movies that are headlined by people of color doing so well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, because it's something that's other than like. Denzel and Will Smith, and maybe Halle Berry for a hot second.
1: I was gonna say for it's a usually, small
0: period of time. Yeah, for a small period of time, it's mainly uh, you know it's mainly, mainly white people that headline it, but also like they're normally uh, relegated to the side. So seeing something like this, where it's it's a cast that other than the the one guy, the Hobbit guy, it's it's all African American actors, um, um, watching prey it was all Native American actors, you know, and, like, the movie, all the previews showed all, you know, that, and even on the cover is a Native American woman's face, you know, and that movie did very well. Um, nope, a movie that I just watched uh, two weeks ago. Same same thing, like, even, even looking at the cover of it, it's 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 two African American people and an Asian guy. <laughs> You're like, yeah. that is not something you normally see. I noticed that the, the, um, the new Ant-Man and the Wasp movie,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the Quantum Merium or whatever like that that's coming out. They released the poster <laughs> Quantum yeah. They released the poster for that, and it is, um, oh <laughs> shit, what's his fucking name? Jonathan Majors, I want to say. Um, yeah, Jonathan Majors. It's his face, and he's got his hand out, and Ant-Man and the Wasp are teeny tiny little people on the tip <laughs> of his finger, and you're like. This cover is ninety five percent Jonathan Major's face. Yep. And like he is not he is a, a dark skinned black man. Not he's not one of he's not typically what you would look at as somebody who you know that they would allow him to be on it. But it's like that is amazing and it's a huge fucking movie, and the movie's gonna be huge. i have, I think Jonathan Majors is a, an incredible fucking actor here. Okay. Oh you know. I think he's really good. Um, yeah, I I first caught him in Lovecraft Country, which I was pissed they had canceled because he was so good in it. That show was really good, and then yeah, then they did that shit. Yeah, I was wondering why they canceled that, but yeah. As far as I know, it cost a lot of money. I was going to say, probably budgets. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there was a ton of special effects and stuff like that. But the thing was, it's just like, but she also got fucking Kelly Who's new debut in it. And she's fucking hot as hell in there. And it was it was really good. And again, it was a a, a show that was headlined by an African-American person. That didn't feel like a, a UPN show, you
1: know? Right. No, I know what <laughs> like you mean. A, You know, it's really fucked up to think about, especially in 2022, right? Um, When I went to go see Wakanda Forever, it was a packed crowd, and it was a diverse (laughs) crowd, which was really nice to see, because sometimes it's not, right? Yeah. Um, For example, if you went to go see Nope in the theaters, probably didn't garner as much interest on day one from everybody as Wakanda Forever did, right? Yep. So what's jarring and what's a little bit unsettling is when you think, when you actually stop and think about what it used to be like, like you said, other than Will Smith and Denzel, <laughs> like yeah. while we were growing up, there really wasn't much representation in, in film.
0: Yeah. At all. And it's, <laughs> yeah. And to take it back to, to the wrestling world, I mean, look at AEW's posters that they have for things. It's mainly white guys. Because all of their programs for the title are white people. <laughs> um, and the only time that you get people of color on the poster is when it's multiple people. It's never just like the, the two people and one of them is a person of color. It's always white guy, white guy, you know, if it's going to be the two people. It's, it's crazy and that's,
1: because WWE has reached a point where you don't even think about it. But if you actually right. look at like the WrestleMania poster... It's so yeah. diversified now.
0: Yeah, I mean you. Yeah, you think about it. I mean, obviously Roman Reigns is on a lot of them, and he is—he's a Samoan man. You know, he is not a Caucasian. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. WrestleMania, what is the next one? Thirty-eight has has him and Brock on it. Obviously, well, that was the pre- previous one. Yeah, WrestleMania thirty-eight. Yep. Yeah. Thirty-nine had. Bobby Lashley, Bianca Belair, and Roman on it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the most recent one. Yep. What was the one before that? Thirty-seven had Bad Bunny, Bobby Lashley, Sasha Banks, and Roman Reigns on it. Mm-hmm. There was one white guy, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <No>. You <laughs> So, but it, but that's the thing. It's like that doesn't feel like. We put them there for a reason. That's like, well, we put them on there because they're the main eventers. Yep. <laughs> you know?
1: That's the thing. So. We've gotten to a point where we don't even notice it because it's. We're really just showcasing the top talent.
0: Right. Exactly. So.
1: Whereas in AEW, when they do do a focus, it seems like it's kind of forced, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we could. We could pick apart this this card too for that same type of type of thing. You well, know, let's do where... that
1: when we get to. Well, we, we can we can kind of yeah. skim over that when we get to predictions. But before we get right, to predictions,
0: exactly. Troy,
1: uh-huh. what was your most
0: important thing of the week? We really need to get like a theme song for that.
1: I'm working on it. I will as soon as I find time. Okay.
0: <laughs> um. So I am not one who typically talks a lot about different indie promotions. Um, Everyone knows one of my favorite ones, and we're not going to discuss that right now. Um, But uh, I'm going to talk about NWA and the shit that's going on down there. Because so far, it's not good. (laughs) But they had Hard Times 3, which was uh, their pay-per-view, and that was last week. And right before this, we had learned that uh, Nick Aldis had apparently decided that he was just fucking done with NWA, and has like come on and said like, uh, "I'm good. I'm I'm." Gonna be done with them. I'm not returning back. I gave my notice, and Billy Corgan can suck my dick. So, <laughs> which like, is interesting, whoa, whoa. considering
1: he was the he was their poster boy for so many years. By right. so many, I mean three. But still,
0: um, hey, I mean that's a a, that's a thousand fucking days he was the champion. And actually, that's, three that's three. Impressive. I'm
1: being I'm being completely uh, inaccurate. They he was running shows with them back in 2018 at All In. He was at all yeah. in. He was the NWA while well, he was Yes, he was the NWA champion. He lost it to Cody. Um Yes. Yep. But yeah, Nick Aldis was their poster boy. He was their franchise.
0: Right. And for so, him to be moving on, it's like, oh. Yeah, so that obviously that is is pretty fucking crazy when you think about it. I mean, you know, Nick Aldis was Magnus for a while in uh in TNA. And then, obviously, in, in Impact. But, yeah, he's been with NWA since 2017. And he was the face of that, that that whole entire fucking organization. And we don't know exactly what's going on. We just know little snippets of, like, the things that uh, Smashing Pumpkins Boy wants to do. Apparently, are not things that he wants to do like he, he's talked about the direction of the company um, and yeah so pretty much like and and so it was like okay well what is the new direction for that company well we found out <laughs> because at hard times three there was a three-way match Matt Cardona who was the previous champion who had to vacate the belt due to injury so this was like his I never officially lost the belt this was his kind of rematch the current champ champion at Trevor Murdoch, which <sighs> I don't know how that guy is the world champion there. I, I honestly don't. Not even not even uh, mentioning the fact that he is out of shape.
1: Is because he the one he who is. beat Aldis originally?
0: Yes. Ew, I remember that now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Trevor Murdoch will retire if he can't beat Nick Aldous match. Who cares? <laughs> well, but that's the thing. So uh, Trevor Murdoch, it was just like, okay, he's he's two time champion, and the, the, I I know that before uh, Nick Aldis and like after like the fucking um, like Kurt Angle Christian Cage era of NWA, it, it's been kind of fucking a. a Shit show. Oh, it's turning back into a shit show again. Yeah, yeah. Sort of back into a shit show again because Trevor Murdoch is a two-time champion. Now Matt Cardona winning the championship was like, well, that's good, right? You know. The other person in this three-way match was Tyrus. Now, if you don't know Tyrus, I don't know how you don't, but he is the former Brotus Clay, and he is a Fox News analyst. Which, of course, if you don't understand what that means, uh, he is a shithead, a bigot, and a fucking Trump lover. And so, Tyrus, who has never been in shape in his entire career, (laughs) is even worse now than he was when he he was with WWE. Yikes. And the guy is almost 50.
1: Is he really? Oh my god. Yes. That makes sense. He was so,
2: in
0: season one of Glow when he was old then. <laughs> right. So Tyrus is your new NWA champion. Now, I I have said before, personal politics for the person if you don't if you go ahead and you don't wanna like the person for their personal politics, hundred percent okay. I don't like the guy for his personal politics. There are guys in WWE. I don't like AJ Styles for his personal beliefs and, and politics, but you know what? I can admit that he is a phenomenal fucking wrestler, and I like his character. Yeah. You know? I can separate those two things. If you separate off Tyrus's Fox News shit and his, like, hardcore right-wing nutjob bullshit or like that, what you're left with is a fat tub of shit who can't wrestle. mm that's not who you should put your championship on. Mm-mm. Not when you have a match that also has Matt Cardona in it.
1: <laughs> so, uh, interesting enough, one of the things I really is respected about Nick Aldis is when he was given that, that championship and, and they wanted him to be the face of the franchise, he took it very seriously. He showed yeah. up to places in full suits. He gave very eloquent in well-spoken interviews, he he handled it like a champion should, especially one yep. that you're trying to use to rebuild the brand. Yeah. Um, and like you have said, since then, uh, it's gone down the shinner, and to the point where I didn't even know they were still running shows, 100% honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> And now you're telling me that fifty year old even more out of shape than what he was ten years ago, cause yes folks, that shit was ten years ago. Yep. Uh is their new world champion.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah that's that's the direction they want to go in
1: know when everybody was saying that Billy Corgan was right in that whole TNA dispute and and he deserved better, Billy Corgan deserves better.
0: Uh, maybe he really didn't know what he was doing. You know, he was good to start with. Sure, you know, but then yeah, then it, it quickly turned into bullshit. Um, so right now, you have oh my god, they have so many fucking title belts. Um... <laughs> Who's their women's champion? Camille Brickhouse.
1: Okay. I mean, that's not bad, even though it should probably be, um...
0: I don't know what she called herself over there, but Sienna? Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, okay. Allison K? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at, at least with that, like... Yeah, Camille's been champion for 500 days. And... I'm not somebody who, in this day and age, really likes incredibly long reigns like that. Um, You know, as as much as I respect Roman Reigns and, and his, like, 800 days, it does make it feel a bit empty with the fact that, like, nobody has anything to go for, you know? Like anybody who gets a title shot is going we know we're going to lose because it's not WrestleMania. And like same thing with the, the Usos. It's like, oh the Viking Raiders have, have Sarah Logan with them now. That's cool. They win those title belts, but that's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, it is like, it
1: is a little bit too much of a vice grip on the on yeah. the top titles. Um, and it does it does wear on you when it starts to get to Five hundred days, six hundred days, seven hundred days. I mean, Roman's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. But but the story now is, well, when's he going to lose it? That's that's what everybody's waiting for.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and and you know that that holds its own kind of issue where it's like, okay, well, whoever wins Rumble, you're like, well, that's your new champion. (laughs) You know, so it might take a little sauce out of that, but
1: yeah, I mean. You know who's not beating Roman Reigns for that title though? Um a guy like uh Otis <laughs> yeah. Like you you're not gonna see a guy like Otis beat Roman Reigns and be the WWE the U champion. Um and that's what I feel like uh the NWA did. They they went with the fat guy who was old and can't work instead of Mac Cardona who would have been the better story because he lost it due to injury, but...
0: Yeah. So, you know, Matt Cardona winning it would have been good if you believe the rumors that he's returning to WWE, and it would make sense why they didn't put it on him. But just leave it on Trevor Murdoch then. Yeah? <laughs> because at least Trevor Murdoch is in slightly better shape than Tyrus, and he's not a piece of shit. But you also have, you have a roster that also has... Uh, who's who of who fucking gives a shit? Uh, Mike Aaron Bennett, Rex? Mike Knox. <laughs> what? Aaron Rex?
1: Isn't that, uh. What's his name? Fucking, um. Sandow. Aaron Stevens. Well, yeah, he was Aaron Rex in TNA. But, okay.
0: Oh, okay. There you go. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they have Aaron Stevens, but, I mean, we we know that that dude isn't good. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you've got, uh, like. Uh, Chris Adonis, who was Chris Masters, he's right. he's kicking around there. uh Better than Tyrus, <laughs> yeah, uh, Fandango's there. Oh, he retired. <laughs> he is. He's he's winding down. Okay, okay. Fred Rosser, but but he's a black guy, so they're never gonna put the title on him. Yeah. Um, that's a joke. Tyrus is not white. Right. Right. Well, no, I don't <laughs> that's a think. Joke. I don't think so. I don't know what he is, but I don't give a fucking. Sh- I don't give a shit. Right. Um. Uh, Luke Hawks has a really good fucking look to him. He's a young guy that you could definitely build around. So yeah, there's definitely people there. But, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not good. But, that was my thing. I, I, had, to, I had to bring it up because, uh, fuck Tyrus, but also just because, fuck NWA at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, and you know what? For all those people who, who can't stand when promoters poach talent, hmm, Let's see who Tony Khan took from the NWA in the past two years. Ricky yeah. Starks, uh, yeah. Thunder Rosa. Uh, who else? Oh my God, there was a bunch of people he he poached from the NWA, and I can't think of them off the top of my head. Ricky Starks was the first one that came to mind, but uh, and now that company is shit. So there you go. Yeah,
0: hold on. Let me. I will get that for you in just a second.
1: Perfect.
0: Um, of who the people were that were there for a while. Okay. I think they're on here, right?
1: Ethan Page was from TNA, but he might
0: have been in the NWA at one point. Not? Oh, there it is. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so two years ago... Let's do that. Um, two years ago, the NWA roster had... Eli Drake well that's WWE took him um let's see Serena Deeb hmm Thunder Rosa
2: hmm
0: and that's there's not much else on there why are there not that many people on this roster mm-hmm. hold on they might not be they might not be covering it as good as they should be um <laughs> yeah obviously Ricky Starks is one of them yep um I don't know. I look at some of these people, and I'm like, who the fuck are you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you look up 2020 NWA roster? Yeah. Because that's pandemic, yeah, so they probably released a bunch of people.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. Hold on. Let me get to 2018. That sounds about right, right? Okay, there's five people on this roster.
1: (laughs) Hold on. I'm looking at 2019, and... Paul Cabana was part of them. James Storm. Eli Drake. Uh, Josephus? I don't know who that is.
0: Ken Anderson. Jos- that was Josephus, by the way.
1: Okay, Josephus. Ken Anderson. Nick Aldis. Uh, Ricky Starks. Tim yes. Storm, who, who... had a good look. Uh, yeah. Trevor Murdoch. Allison K, Ashley Vox, Marty Bell. Ashley
0: Vox is signed up.
1: Yeah. Thunder Rosa. Who the fuck are Dave and oh, Zane Dawson?
0: I don't know. I'm looking. I must be looking at the same thing you are because they have to go on the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the. Look at the next one. Uh... Oh, look who it is! It's Eddie Kingston.
1: Yep. And homicide was <laughs> like also forgot he was at this there. Point. But yeah, the Rocker. God, he was stress. there. God help them. Actually, AEW stole them too. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Vladimir. Really, yeah. That's the former Bram. Right. Yeah. So they are bereft of any talent left, especially with Nick Aldis and Maya Cardona exit at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. There's quite a few people. Obviously, Cole Cabana is, is a former champion of theirs. So, yeah. But, I mean, they lost other people, too. Tasha Steeles went to Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, James, James Storm went somewhere.
1: Probably to Impact. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't get enough of that company. Um, okay, let's get, million to, million. let's get to my most important thing of the week. Although, I will ask you to check your microphone because it just got really staticky for no reason. Okay. So my most important thing of the week, of course, has to be the fact that this week on The Masked Singer, we got the big reveal. I'm kidding. I can't even fucking finish that comment. (laughs) That ain't it. That ain't. That for damn sure ain't it. Congratulations, Chris Jericho. You're a big purple dinosaur in a bride costume.
0: Hey, speaking of prize, where was his on the night of January sixth? Anyway. You know, I I don't watch that shit because fuck that. Right. Um, but also like how fucking fake was that that they were like, Who is it? I don't know who it is. It's like know. it's clearly Chris Jericho. He has a very recognizable voice.
1: Dude, one of those idiots said Axl Rose, and I went
0: Right. Really? <laughs>
1: Uh, actually, no. My most important thing of the week is actually a very good topic, especially considering the way some people on the internet uh, were throwing themselves off a bridge last week, and that is about the reemergence of a brand new Austin Theory. Okay. <clears throat> now, I was not one of the people last week who was like, the kid's career's over, he's getting buried. No, 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 no. I didn't like the way the Money in the Bank concept seems watered down, but I had no problem with Theory himself. He's young enough, he's talented enough, I knew he was going to be fine. What I didn't know was how quickly Triple H was going to rehab him. We started with a promo, which was a very good promo, because he he talked about the uh, Money in the Bank case being an albatross around his neck, that he was never going to fucking cash in on Roman. I mean, this is all true. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, and that every time he tried to cash in on Roman, someone else fucked it up. Yeah. And then he just, he had this viciousness about him to the point where when he fought Dolph Ziggler, you knew some shit was going to go down, and it did. The match ended in a no fucking contest because he beat Dolph to the point of being stretchered out. Yep. And then he did the same thing, to, or he tried to do the same thing with Seth at the end of the night. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved Theory's character, uh, being like, you know, I'm betting on myself. I don't need somebody uh, backing me like Vince McMahon. Uh, I'm pissed off that I lost the fucking briefcase. I thought they did a really good job of pretty much creating a new character with him,
0: right? And you know, he was he was a comedy wrestler yeah be honest he was he was doing selfies in the ring stuff like that he was doing all thing with Vince, like he was a comedy act now was he a comedy act in nxt of course but we knew like this is essentially his fourth different character because he was just the guy that came around during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and wrestled something then he was in the way and he you know he showed that he had some comedy comedy chops and this clearly wasn't working and so triple h inherited this dude who had the money in the bank and everyone was like nope and and nobody wanted him to win the titles you know which is exactly what you don't want to have happen with somebody who is supposed to be a future champion with you so what do you do well uh you pretty much go the money in the bank pay-per-view is done and this era of Money in the Bank matches is done, and this era of Money in the Bank winners and stuff like that is done. So what do we do? Well, we do what we can, and we create something out of it. And Triple H has been very good about being able to take the shit salad he's been handed and turning turn it into gourmet. Now, not everything he's done has been good. There's been plenty of things that have not been good. But he has a better track record than how things were before and yeah so him him turning around and being like we're not going to get over this but like this if he crashes in on Seth and wins the US championship we're still stuck with the guy that nobody fucking likes and he's got go away heat
1: yeah and there's Instead, no I was going to say there's no growth there
0: he already was yeah. US champ right so now you turn around and you go okay he's going to now try to win it the fucking organic way like actually getting a match and winning it that way by changing up his character a little bit. So you can have him do a rematch with Seth, but it's going to be different because he's not the same guy as he was before. You know? Right. So that's what I look at for it. And the
1: viciousness that he showed I thought was was perfect because when you think about the kind of heel he was when he was Evolve Champion, right? Mm-hmm. He was very arrogant, but he could back it up. And and this is a character I can I can get behind because um he's that cocky heel but now he's that cocky heel who's got a chip on his shoulder right and i know we've seen that in wrestling a lot but you know what it works go yeah. back to when miz was uh had a chip on his shoulder in in 2010 you know or yep. or or even seth even seth he started this whole thing with a chip on his shoulder
0: yep yeah i i like the fact that kevin owens is the guy who's handing out gimmick changes now though because he literally went up to theory and said like your daddy's not here you're a joke why don't you try doing things and and earning them and he changed he turned around and did the whole your elias stop calling yourself a different name and he came back as elias
1: (laughs) true kevin kevin owens the voice of reason there you go
0: And he himself even changed too. He changed yes. himself before doing all of that, so now I I get it that, you know, injuries happen and it, it fucks up your plans. Obviously they were big plans for Kevin and his inju- his he got injured again by if you consider it and then like as soon as he came back he like tweaked his injury again. So that's been a little uh disheartening because he was doing so fucking good. And I feel like they they could have done something with that and kept him on TV instead of him just disappearing like he, he's been doing lately. But I get it. It's hard to, to pivot sometimes.
1: Well, it is a legit injury. I, I heard a timeline of, of 68 weeks before you could resume physical activity. Right. Um, you know, and it sucks because at this point, You have to think that all of those fucking crazy-ass matches he did early in his career compounded with everything he did in NXT, everything he's done in WWE since 2015. Uh, It's catching Mm -hmm. up, you know? This guy's been doing it for 20 years at this point. Um, I hope he finds uh, a year where he's not injury-ridden, and, and he gets right. to have the success that he deserves. you got to wonder, if Vince retired four years ago, how many times would Kevin Owens have been world champion, you know?
0: Well, that's true, but you, you can do that with a lot of people, and you can also look at it as, if Vince was still around, Kevin would just not be on the air on, on at all for anything, you know? And, and he'd be looked at as, oh, he's too much of an injury risk, you know? Whereas like Tommaso Trump is yet to get injured, which same same boat, just years of wear and tear on the body. Yep. But it's like you know, would we have seen Vince give up on him when we know once he's healed, he's coming back, he's going to be important, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so you know, it's it, you can look at it and go, oh, he's a Triple H guy and stuff like that. Well, yeah, of course, everyone everyone's got their favorites, and the Booker's going to have their favorites. Just look at fucking AEW, Tony has his favorites. Triple H has his favorites. Vince had his favorites. Billy Corgan has his favorites. Like, that's just the way the booking is, you know? And you hope that the booker would see what the fans consider their favorites and would lean into that. But that doesn't always happen, obviously. Um, I don't feel like we're in a situation like like before with Vince where it was almost spite that made him not want to push guys that were getting over on their own. I feel like with Triple H, he's much more willing to let guys get over and let them and and actually use them then once they are getting over. So yeah, I don't know, but hopefully we get some of these injuries to start resolving themselves, or we get some guys back because there's a lot, lot of good guys in the shop right now. So
1: yeah, um, one of them in particular, and it might have it possibly might have changed the course of this man's career, uh, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. is still out from what i heard there's really no timetable and now where you could have done maybe riddle versus orton at wrestlemania or or you just you know riddle and orton win the tag titles again or something it it's almost like they don't know what to do with riddle now because of orton's injury
0: yeah and uh orton's wife did post a picture of him uh in surgery yes so he had something done recently uh amazingly those uh those investigative journalists don't seem to know what the problem is but uh yeah so um yeah i i do almost feel like that has that has hurt riddle's development a bit um, they've definitely been using him, or at least trying to keep him relevant, but not always to the best of, of his abilities. But, it's so weird, yeah.
1: cause we had that really <laughs> fire feud with Seth, where it was personal, it was mean, it, it, it was over, and mm. Riddle won that feud, and since then, Seth has gone to the top, and yep. Riddle's kind of been like on the back burner. Like, And this, this is a guy yeah. that, in my opinion... Could still be a candidate to win the Royal Rumble, yeah. Um, and maybe that's it. Maybe they just don't have anything for him as far as the pay per views for the rest of this year. So why force it? Yeah, they have him do comedy stuff, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, and after War Games, um, we've got nothing until Royal Rumble. So you know, you kind of have to look at it that way as like, what are what are we going to see when WWE doesn't have a pay per view every month? You know. So it'll be interesting to see. With that, but also, yeah, like you said, I mean, you can easily use war games to put somebody over, you know, that's inside the cage, because it's, I think it's, it's Seamus and, like, random people, right, is what they decided to do.
1: Well, uh, well, so, so we had been speculating for weeks, what was going to be the men's match in war games, and then the feud aspect made us think Judgment Day was going to be involved probably with the right. O.C. Um, but then there was always that thing, well, the bloodline, the blood. Well, who do you have the bloodline fight? Well, they took out Sheamus so he could get married in real life a few weeks yep. ago. So he's come back with his boys, uh, Butch and Ridge, yep. and now Drew McIntyre. So there's all this history between Drew and Sheamus, and now they're going to yep. align inside war games, and I'm actually, you know what? Of all the options, this is probably the best one. Yeah. Now, if so, Sammy yeah, so. joins them and it's a five-on-five, five, who do you think the faces get?
0: Well, Riddle would definitely be somebody that I could see. I mean, Owens, if you could get healthy in time, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Um, so, I mean, well, you're looking at one more person, right? Yeah. So, I mean... You could do Strowman, but it's risky to put
1: him in yeah, yeah. Drew. And Sheamus against the Bloodline because if the Bloodline wins, then you just killed off three of your baby faces in one night. Right,
0: right. Yeah, I almost feel like you have to go, um, you know, with somebody sort of in that mid card area there. Right. So right.
1: And Rey Mysterio apparently is also dealing with an injury that he suffered during yeah. the Gunther match. So yeah. it's not yeah, going to be so him. That. It could be Nakamura, but I don't care if it is. Like yeah, eh, I
0: hear you. Zzzz. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, maybe Johnny. He's not really doing anything right now, but awesome. they, it, but it seems like they might be leading to Johnny and Miz at at War Games. So yeah. that probably takes care of that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Could be somebody returning from injury too. So
1: speaking of which, Let's what do you think of the uh, the latest Johnny Gargano and Miz uh, experience this week on Raw?
0: I, you know, I like Johnny a lot, and there have been entertaining aspects to this, Um, his whole, like, interview thing, but I don't know if it's... I don't know what's going on, but it just feels like they're drawing this out so long. It's like nothing happened for the longest time, you know? Mm -hmm. It was literally just Dexter kept chasing around fucking Miz, and then they put Johnny in there, and you're like, okay. And so now... First we get Road Dogg making a match and now Gargano's able to make a match? Uh-huh. And apparently put a stipulation of he gets to have a, a tire a fucking contract afterwards, too? It's like, are you the GM? <laughs> and the money?
1: I think I yeah. heard him say that, that. That he has to pay Dexter. He's gotta pay
0: just... him. Yeah, he's gotta pay Which, this whole thing is kind of dumb. But I I get it that they're trying to do something and Miz vs Johnny is going to be a very good match. You know, we know that Miz works very well with guys of Johnny's size, and they do have a little bit of history with each other. Um, more tomaso with Miz, but you know, but Johnny also had a couple of times that he's running with them. So I just I, I kind of wanted to end next week so we can move on.
1: I'm a little worried that we get a bag of money. Like, with a money symbol on it. Yeah, that, like, probably. Johnny grabs it and, like, runs out of the arena. Like, one, two, three, Always possible. <laughs> right. um, oh, man. What else happened in wrestling? Bray Wyatt seems to have a match on the horizon out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. As he was backstage to interrupt uh, L.A. Night. Which I thought was like, huh. But I like the crowd reaction, because... L.A. Knight was talking shit because his video came on the screen, and then yeah. he turned around and there was Bray. He was like, hey, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it'll it's odd, right? Because you would think that you'd want to get Bray back on the winning side and, and put him up against somebody who could have maybe afford to take a loss, but, like, L.A. Knight, you just rebranded. So, I don't There's know. There's two things that you that can you do with ha- this.
1: You can, you can have... Uncle Cracker, or whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> um, derp on the screen and cost Wyatt the match. Right. So that kind of advances that whole story. Or you could have Bray lose his fucking mind, snap, and get himself disqualified.
0: True. Very true. Yeah, you, you definitely could do something like that. And Ellie Knight on the mic against Bray would be interesting if, if we keep doing this. By the way, I'm... I'm hella annoyed at the people trying to figure out who uncle Cracker is because it's like they're like oh he looks like this he looks like this. it's like it's a fucking mask dude it's not his real face like right. stop stop pretending that it's like oh i don't know his face facial structure looks like fucking alistair black it's like it's not because it's literally a mask it's not yeah. a real face but also like it's probably bray under that mask yeah for now right
1: <laughs> exactly exactly so, um, it could be if, Bray if, until they decided not to be like
0: right yeah i mean we've we've never really seen somebody feud with themselves so <laughs> that well would be i mean and...
1: that's we've seen undertaker versus undertaker and we got that one time yeah. where kane fought gallows in a kane costume
0: true <laughs> but with uh with the cinematic matches that you can do now yeah. you can totally do you could totally do bray versus bray match you know sure um, we we sort of did it with the three faces of Foley for a little bit there, yeah. <laughs> you know. He had said certain things like that, but so it'd be interesting to to see that. But obviously, like if they do decide it's going to be uh, Bo Dallas or uh, whoever else they want to try to claim is is going to be Uncle Howdy or Captain Spaulding or whatever, it is like that's it, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it it almost does feel like that. Like uh, maybe they are going to have Bray lose. Which would be odd, but obviously if it's not clean, it doesn't really matter. And plus that guy can't afford to take losses. He's he's over Definitely. for his character, work, yeah. not for his wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah. And this and this is a better setup than when it was The Fiend, because The Fiend... I mean, as cool as I thought The Fiend was, especially The Entrance, when the bell rang, he didn't sell, ever. That was his gimmick. He was impervious yeah. to pain. So you can only go so far with that. This has layers. You can do yeah. it in different directions, and it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Plus, you you have Bray, who would constantly tell his opponents, you're a liar, John Cena. <laughs> and now you've got Uncle Howdy being like, you're a liar. You know? <laughs> I <laughs> love
1: that. I personally love that. Yeah.
0: It's like you can yeah, lie to
1: them you can't lie to me
0: <laughs> yeah so it's it's funny where like i said it's like it, it he's sort of feuding with himself mm-hmm. you know um or maybe he's possibly feuding with like a creation of, of <laughs> you know of his own kind of thing so yeah i yeah. with him, I still continue to be intrigued by everything. And 100%. I'm more so now because we know that he's got more free reign to do with his things, and he's not going to be like, oh, you gotta go against Goldberg. You know? <laughs> so, uh, you
1: know, I, Yeah, there's no threat of that, which is nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, And and we're being smart, we're keeping him away from Roman, you know, where if you, you only have him do a couple mid-card feuds to improve some people's standings, you know. Sure. and then to keep the keep it interesting. Yeah. I think I'm pretty much over Dominic Mysterio, but I think I've, I've been over Dominic Mysterio for a while. <laughs>
1: so there's people in in our community, not like in our host thread, but like you know and in, in people who plug independent wrestling podcasts who, who review wrestling every week. Who love Dominic? Oh, he's such a great heel! Look at what a little shitbag he's being! I'm like, just because you can whine does not mean you're a good heel, right? And just because you're annoying does not mean you're a good heel. Yeah. Um, Dominic's biggest problem is believability.
0: I don't believe he can beat up anybody. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, it doesn't help anything that he's, like, running up to Rhea after the match and being like, I, I won a match, can I suck a Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what None I mean. Is... <laughs> his delivery and his voice is awful. It's it is fucking solid. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe him as a threat, but I also don't believe him as a as a chicken shit here Because what's he gonna do?
2: <laughs>
0: right. You know, he's he's one of those dudes where his his size, his look, and his wrestling ability would make him a good like mid card guy. Mostly a mid card face though. But the problem was is that people didn't give a shit about it when he was face.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what the other problem is too. I. I've, Years and years ago Vince was talking to somebody. It might have been Hogan, it might have been Cena, I don't remember. But basically he said this is the money. Right here. Yeah. Okay? And you can make money with just this. And right. and, and for those of us, you know, for those listening to the show, I'm I'm indicating your face. Your face is yeah. what makes your facial expressions, your selling, um, your believability. Like when Rhea looks at the microphone and she cuts a promo and she's like I'm gonna rip your heart out, you believe it when Dominic does it you're like, ah, stop playing wrestler
0: right, yeah and you know you get the same thing with like Soraya if anybody knows about facials at Soraya Um, but also like all you have to do is just have Dominic beat Ray for the mask Yeah. and just put a mask on him, you put that fucking mask on him as a heel (laughs) <laughs> and he wears it around as a heel, you're going to get him over more with that because you're not going to see his fucking, uh, like dumb face. Uh, yeah, you're not going <laughs> to see his, his prepubescent face staring back at you mm-hmm. and you get a little bit of heat with the fact that he's, like, disrespecting his dad mask and then if he t- turns around and turns face, you can go, like, I'm wearing it with pride now, you know? <laughs> but Actually, I think you have to... I like to-
1: that idea. That, that would would change the course of his perception, yeah,
0: I think he needs to be masked personally. I think I think there are some people that do well without the mask, like angel Garza or Alberto Carrillo or uh, andrade Santos. Santos. yeah, there's a bunch of guys who who have that ability. Sami Zayn, too, like you know, who but then there's guys who are like, when Ray Mysterio didn't have the mask on for a while, when he was part of the Little Rascals or whatever the fuck they were called, <laughs> it was like it was like, oh, oh, you, you look like you're ten. Yeah, like, this isn't cool. Which, like, yeah, that's it's exactly where Dominic gets it from. His dad, <laughs> like, now if he took his mask off. He, he would be, he looks a little more intimidating, but that's because he juiced himself up with all those fucking steroids all those years, you know? Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, Dominic isn't really going to get over based on his facial expression. So,
1: and I, I, I get what they're trying to do. They're leaning into like, Oh, people think he's annoying and he's a little shit back. They're leaning into that. You can tell that's why it's hiding behind priest. But again, right? it's like <clears throat> priest believability perfectly fine. Um, Dominic? I struggle with it. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Rhea, though, uh, I might be wrong, but did they put her in the Women's Money in the Bank? Not Money in the Bank, uh, Women's War Games? Yes. Okay, because I saw where Mia got put in there, and I went, huh? <laughs> what the fuck did she have to do with Bianca and
0: Alexa? <laughs> so, so it's it's very strange what they're doing with that because yeah it was like okay it makes sense that damage control I'll delete and Nikki crossed her together it makes sense then it was like okay Bianca has has Alexa and Asuka that, that she's been running with for a while and then it was like oh we need more people for this match so then Mia Yim was just like hey I know I'm already booked to be out here during the LC match but Hey, uh, why don't I go ahead and join up with you guys? Uh then because of that, and because of the fact that Rhea is on the other side of the OC match, she's like, well, I'm going to go with these ones then so I can kick the shit out of you in this match. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> why you wouldn't just do a singles match between the two of them? I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> right. I'd rather them do four on four and the faces just have to find one person to counter Nikki. Than right. for them to force five on five because Rhea, I'm sorry, outshines every female on that team, right? With physicality and and you know star power. To be honest, I'm sorry, she's 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 more of a star than Bailey is right now. It it yeah. just is what it is. So yep. why you would put well, Rhea there? It's just I don't get it.
0: Well, it's gonna get worse because there's a good chance that the fifth member for the faces is Becky Lynch. So. <laughs>
1: I thought she was still hurt. Uh, well, well, then, we, then we'll do a great job of outshining everybody that was originally in this match.
0: I forget exactly what her injury was, though.
1: I thought it was, so her, so uh, was
0: like a torn labrum. It was a separated shoulder.
1: Oh, so technically she could, yeah.
0: Yeah. So she definitely could be back because it separated shoulder. She probably didn't tear anything. It probably just you know. So yeah, definitely a chance that she is your last member. Like the other people you can have, I guess. Candace the ring is still kicking around.
1: I'm fine if it was Candace, but that doesn't really yeah.
0: pop. But I get it. Right. Yeah. Candace is better um, than Dana. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, Dana Brooks still there. Dewdrop is still somewhere. Doudrop Uh,
1: could be fun considering she was tag team partners with Nikki, so there is a story there.
0: Yeah. If you wanted to go on the other side of things, you've got B-Fab. Nope. Um, Charlotte.
1: No, God, Uh, please no. Not in War Games.
0: (laughs) Right. Emma just came back, so maybe her. Um, Liv Morgan, if she's not doing anything... Uh, yeah, Naomi, you... if she decides to show up for work,
1: <laughs> you could put live in there, and that would be okay because she's been so crazy and hardcore recently that it it, right. it, it would it would get a pop.
0: Uh, yeah. I would be fine with that. Um, uh, Zayli still exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be Shotzi because she's getting the title shot, right?
1: That's correct. She yeah. gets to lose to Ronda. Yep. Yeah. Because there's no Chris. way in hell that. Shotzi
0: is beating Ronda for that time. Oh, and, and that's kind of what we talked about in the in, in the past. Like you have Ronda as your champion right now. It sort of makes it that like everybody that's around there, they're not going to push to beat her. Like she she already took care of Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. and it's like so pretty much you're just waiting until Charlotte Flair comes back, which isn't great, you know.
1: There's nobody but- that other other than the four horsewoman. There's not one person they could bring in as, like, a, a challenger to Ronda that people would go, oh, shit, maybe she beats Ronda. Like,
0: nobody, there's nobody! Right. Yeah. I mean, then unless you brought Asuka over or Alexa Bliss, those are the only only ones that you could potentially see. But, yeah, for the most part, anybody, anybody that's over there on SmackDown, it's like, are you going to have uh, Sonya Deville win it? No. <laughs> are you going to have fucking Aaliyah, <laughs> no <laughs> well uh, right. that being
1: said you could build to raquel but there's still work to be done there she's not she's not yeah. ready
0: for a ronda feud All right i guess naomi if she decides to show up for work, could potentially be pushed into that because she's a former champion you could say mm-hmm. but like you have lacey evans there who is just kind of there least, you know, not beating Ronda. I don't care how much no, they play up a military
1: background. Like, right. It's not believable that she would beat the fucking most
0: dangerous woman in the world. Yeah. Honestly, um there's there's a world where you could convince me that Shayna could beat her for it. Oh,
1: because no, that that's fine considering that they are running together now and all we have to do is have Shayna turn on her, but how do you make right. Shayna the face? That's the problem unless ronda like treats her
0: like shit yeah if you've never listened to shana uh in interviews and stuff like that she is somebody who is very likable she is somebody that when 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 you actually hear like the real her and not like the you know big bad bully version of her she's a very likable woman and <laughs> she could she could cut very good face promo was because she's been through a ton of shit, you know? Like, going through Japan, things like that. Like, yeah, she's she's traveled around the world and stuff like that, so... But I feel like that... Obviously, she's better as a heel. She's net, more natural as a heel. Rhonda... I guess you could have Shayna attack Rhonda and have her turn face, but does would anyone care?
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I like I like the first idea better. I like... Like you said, Shayna telling her story. Maybe Rhonda bullies her a little, bit, like, know your role. Like, <laughs> you listen to me. Like,
0: you could you could work uh, it out. Yeah. Well, you got and you got the fact that like Shayna's always been in her shadow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is which is you know tried and true. Like, you know, I'm I'm breaking out of your shadow kind of thing. So, but I can tell you, it's not gonna be Zaylee. Uh, <laughs> nope. So,
1: although well, although Zaylee, fantastic ass
0: on that girl. Yes. Yes. Oh, um, Adam's favorite wrestler, Isla Dawn, returned. She's now at NXT. Um,
1: that reveal was really awkward because uh, Albafia was on the ladder and facing the table, and then she hmm. had to turn so that we could see Isla Dawn. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. What would make her turn around on a ladder? Like, I don't know. Right.
0: Yeah. But uh so we're we're done with Alba Fire, which we thought we would be. And now Mandy is gonna be facing against Isla Don, but again, like nobody believes that Isla Don's winning that title off of her. <laughs> you know? Well I
1: don't I don't think Mandy's going into a feud with Isla Don. I think um Alba Mandy, Fire is going
0: into Alba a feud Fires with Dawn,
1: And Mandy Possibly. is probably gonna move on to someone else. Maybe Roxanne um I know everybody tells me about that Roxanne's the future of that division and and then I hear her talk and I'm like, "Oh no, no, she's not." <laughs> I mean, she is uh,
0: she's like a she's she's definitely an underdog character. Um, you know, she's is she great on the mic? No, but she's okay. She's serviceable, which is sometimes all you need and considering the story she's got and obviously like you know, Cora Jade is still kicking around there too, and I think Cora Jade is probably the future of it. Oh, I but... agree
1: because I think she her character works better. Um, yeah, and I understand Roxanne well, or Coach Hotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I understand Roxanne's great in the ring, and that's fine. But she yeah. she comes out there this week, and she's like, "Indy, you could have broken her nose." Yeah, and I'm just like, mmm, less, less. Don't talk. Yeah
0: she, yeah, she need she needs work, but that's why she's an XT.
1: That's true. Oh, so speaking of which Oh boy. Speaking of people who do not deserve to have a microphone in their hand, um, Zoe Stark cut her oh, first boy. heel promo this week. Leather jacket and all. Um, and it was um, it was kinda awkward. It wasn't Mm, Shocker. It's kind of a it's kind of a mislayup for me, I guess. Because all you got to do is it, like what, she, like the words she said was perfectly fine. You know, screw the sure, fans. Yeah. Um, I carried Nikita Lyons. Like that, that's fine. The story is there. I came back from injury and nobody respected me. No. But her delivery, it's just like she was still smiling when yeah. she was like. I don't need to carry Nikita Lions. And I'm like, you, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Okay? When it comes to to, to working a microphone, you don't know what to do.
0: Yep. <sighs> Zoe Stark is um like I've I've said it before, I just don't care what about anything she does. And that sucks because she is in immaculate shape. Oh. She is she is good in the ring. I don't. I don't deny the fact that she is a good wrestler, um, but I just can't bring myself to enjoy any of her matches. So I'm just like, eh. You're there. <laughs> you were a part of this match. I was but, gonna say yeah. she doesn't even
1: do anything in ring that's like extraordinary.
0: So it's not like no. It's yeah, she's she's like one of those the, the like a uh, uh, middle relief pitcher where you're like, well, you don't do anything great, but you don't do anything to ruin the game for us, you know? Exactly. Um, so we'll have you we'll have you come in for an inning and then you get back out. You're good.
1: <laughs> she's better in ring now at this age than Dana Brooke, and Dana Brooke's been well, doing sure. this for ten years. Um, but at the same time, she's like Lance Storm, except for Lance Storm was a better looking individual and could kind of talk a little bit better. <laughs> But it's just um, very
0: boring, you know? Yeah, you know, Landstorm was was phenomenal in the ring. I, I look more like a Steve Blackman. Oh, yeah. Just kind of there. Just just kind of there. Yeah. Does Does their thing, Good you know? Good physique, but yeah.
1: doesn't really bring anything exciting to the table. Yeah.
0: No. No. I literally had to make a joke out of him in order for him to get over. <laughs> <And> <laughs> With dick still, cheese. <laughs> still, Sorry. Was, well,
1: dick cheese, that's fine, too. Um, <laughs> same, same thing. <laughs> What'd you think of the Von Wagen getting his title shot to open the the show?
0: You know, he, there's another situation where it's like we know what this is about. This is about getting Braun a win, yep, and and moving on, and that's fine. Von Wagner is is destined for a mid card heel run. You know he's he's not he's probably never going to be world champion. He's definitely not going to be NXT champion because there's just too many better guys than him.
1: But he could be a he could be a heavy for someone. Yeah, for sure.
0: I think that if you if you were able to find um, this is this is just arch type, not comparing uh, like abilities. But if you were able to find like a Shawn Michaels to to his Diesel. I think that would work very well as a tag team or an Enzo to his big cask kind anything of like that. I think that would work very well if you had like a smaller guy to pair him up with. Uh, and NXT's got a ton of them. So, but yeah, and and in terms of like a, obviously we had to put him with a manager like twice <laughs> at this point, and he's just yeah. I get he's got his his dad. He's a second generation wrestler. I, I get that. So he's gonna get a little bit more leeway out of it and stuff like that. His fucking face just baffles me at times. Should but wear his hair yeah. back.
1: I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, probably, not. probably have bangs or, or like half half like down covering like one eye or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean if you can if you can walk outside in a thunderstorm and not get your eyes wet, <laughs> you you've got some issues, you know? But yeah, like like I said, he's he's Got the size though. He's a he's a big dude. So
1: you know who you who know, worked whereas... well with? Um, who's that kid that's backstage cutting promos about talking about he wants to work with people that and everybody was injured. Um, Is it the Nathan? Nathan Frazier? No, 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 no. He's a heel, and he was backstage this week saying that he wanted to fight. Um, oh my god, who did he say he wanted to fight? I don't know, but but uh, dinner time was like that person's hurt. And he was like, well, I'll fight this person
0: then. And she's like,
1: he's also hurt."
0: And then he was I, like... I didn't see that segment, so I'm not sure who you're talking about.
1: Okay. He's a he's a newer guy. I haven't really seen him in the ring yet. Um, but What does he
0: look like? What skin tone is he? He's
1: white. He's small. Okay.
0: He okay. thinks
1: he's a big deal, but he's not a big deal. Okay. I feel like that's part of his
0: nickname, too. Like, the big deal or something like that. I doubt that there is a guy in NXT named The Big Deal. No, not the big deal, but hold on. I'm
1: you know what? I can find out. I can just go to the NXT roster Damn. very quickly. Um while while I look up this person, did you happen to catch the Carmelo Hayes uh Wesley contract signing? No, I
0: did
1: not. Uh, it was fine. Booker T kind of did everything he could to ruin it, because it's always going to be about Booker T, and he had to get all his shit in, like shucky-ducky-quack-quack. Quack. Sure. But the idea of Carmelo Hayes and Wesley, um, that that's going to be a match of the year. I can't wait for that fucking
0: match. I have a feeling... That you're going to tell me that you're talking about Grayson Waller.
1: Nope, not Grayson Waller. I know who Grayson okay. Waller
0: is. I was <laughs> gonna say, I'm like, if you're gonna tell me that the that you didn't at any time in time say by the way, he's also got an Australian accent, I'd have been like, the fuck is wrong with you two?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Not Grayson Waller. I Oh my god, Bo is still on that roster? Jesus Christ. Yeah,
0: he's still there. Uh
1: not Demon Kemp. Zion Quinn? No, no. I actually like Zion Quinn's look.
0: Yeah, he's great. Uh,
1: oh, it's the guy who fought Hank Walker. Hank Walker, who God, was like part of the security team. Hank Walker. Oh, here we go. The big uh, Javier Bernal. That's his name. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, Big, what's his that. name? Big Javi? Is that what his nickname is, or something like that?
0: Uh, probably something stupid like that.
1: Yeah, he was the he's the one that could work with a Von Wagner. He he actually got a little bit of talent on the mic. I can see him with a Von Wagner. Big body Javi. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Big okay. body Javi, first...
1: all seventy pounds of him.
0: He is the first Colombian WWE superstar. Hey now. Um, so also not white, even though you did say he was white. He looks <laughs> well. I didn't know he was. He was His Hispanic. name is Javier. That's true. Um, uh, he was born in Florida, so he's he's a the first Colombian American, I ah, should say. Gotcha. Not that he's the first Colombian born or anything like that, mm-hmm. but that's cool. Yeah, but he's got some big things. He he's been around for a little bit. Really. Yeah, he was he was bumping around on uh, level up for a while.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, there's a guy that could use a guy like uh, like the Von Wagen, yeah. um, nice. and yeah, it might work. I think ben, it might work. Yeah,
0: uh, big yeah, body in the wagon. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I
1: mean,
0: he's big. He's big body. Uh, Von Wagner's big forehead. Yeah, you know. Perfect. All right, um, I am ready to do some predictions. If you are,
1: I am ready to do predictions. Um, last note on NXT: What do you, how do you feel about the new Indusia? Because I'm kind of the new old Indusia. <laughs> well, now it's it's um, Vier and Sanja.
0: No, oh, it's it's still the same guys. They just go by different names. I thought Shanky was part of Indushear at one point. Shanky was part of the second iteration of Indushear. Oh, this,
1: the first. this was the actual original.
0: This was the actual original one, okay. yep. This yeah. was Rinku, Rinku and Maple Syrup.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, though. I feel like <laughs> we've tried Indushear a bunch of times, and it hasn't worked in the past, so why am I caring now?
0: Well... I I do care a bit because they are trying to portray these guys as people, not as "hey, it's two Indian guys," <laughs> which that's is true. what they've done with pretty much everybody that's that's been in before. Instead, they're just like, no, they're just normal dudes, you know. So I I appreciate that. The problem is is that it's still these two guys, and they're not really good wrestlers. So Sangu has been okay. Like he, if they did more like an APA style thing with them, like they were doing for a little bit with Senga, mm-hmm. like there was there was a whole thing for a while where like Senga kept getting into fights that he didn't intend to get into. Yeah, which I thought was interesting, where it was just like misunderstandings <laughs> all the time, but then that didn't really go anywhere. Mm. So I don't know. It's we'll see.
1: We'll see. You know. I guess the Creed brothers that, need somebody to fight.
0: I mean, at least that tag team division is is a little bit more. Um, like, unpredictable. That's true. So, yeah. Hi. Right. You can head on over to rundownwrestling.com, and right below this post is our full gear predictions. Go ahead and slap your name in there. And this is going to be a situation because of Thanksgiving next week. We will not have the results of this until the following week where we will also be talking about the results of war games (laughs) so we will have a um we should have i shouldn't say will we should have a war games predictions thread up if i remember to do it in time (laughs) but with the holidays and stuff like that it, it might cause some issues but My intention is to have a Survivor Series prediction thread up as well, and then we will do both of those shows the following week after Thanksgiving.
1: That actually works out because, as we know, Full Gear, 18 to 20 matches. um, Everybody's going to want to hear about our thoughts on war games. So what we'll do with Full Gear is we'll just fly through it real quick. And then we'll give it, you know, 10 minutes of showtime and then be able to focus yep. on the real thing, which is war games.
0: Because <laughs> guess what, ladies and gentlemen, most of these are pretty predictable matches. So...
1: Not only are they pretty predictable, they're not even that good.
0: No. Um, and hence the fact that the Go Home Show lost 200,000 viewers from the week before. So...
1: I, I, I'll, nothing, tell you, I'll tell you I'll tell you two things about the Go Home show. Number one, it pissed me off that they put the graphic up of the Elite. Because, first of all, I was joking last week when I said, oh, the Elite are going to come back and take the Trio's titles. I didn't think they were going to do it instantly. Right. But apparently Tony Khan's not waiting around. He's got to get those titles back on Kenny and the
0: Bucks. Well, um, he doesn't have a choice. Kenny and the Bucks are on the show.
1: That's true. Second thing, though, I, I like the, the video... Uh, from from the Acclaimed. It it gave me a, a Dre Day vibe with them, with the fake Swerve and fake Heathley. Uh, sure. And I thought that was kind of, I didn't care for Captain Insane how you can get that shit off my TV. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but the Acclaimed themselves and the rap I thought was pretty good. Fair
0: enough. Okay. So, after you put your name in there, we're going to start with, uh this was in no discernible order just what I put them as but a three way match for the AWTNT championship Wardle defends against the ROH TV champion (laughs) Samoa Joe and powerhouse Hobbs for some fucking reason so clearly we know Hobbs is there to take the pinfall right? yeah
1: um, yeah. The TNT Championship being defended in a match that has a TV champion, and TNT mm-hmm. is a TV network, but they're not the same mm-hmm. title.
0: Uh-huh. <sighs> Isn't it funny how ROH is a TV championship but no TV?
1: Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> um, that's the goal though is to get them a show. However, by the time that's, by the time Tony actually does that. He may not actually have a time slot for his own show, right? So, yeah, oh, I was going to ask big. you, what are you going to do next year? What are you going to talk about when they get thrown off air and we don't, we don't like see them anymore? And they're on Twitch.
0: They'll still <laughs> be on YouTube or Twitch yeah, yeah But nobody, they somebody will pick them up um, because there's been enough channels that Impact was on. I was going to say there's that, enough channels, <laughs> and there's enough channels. Yeah, like. If they, if they lose out and and get kicked off because Warner is slashing budgets and stuff like that, like there are other networks out there that could pick them. Now, obviously, USA Network owns a lot of networks, so they're not going to be on any of those,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're not going to be on anything that Fox owns or NBC. So,
1: nothing, and yeah. NBC owns a lot of networks. Um, yeah, but so, I, yeah. I look forward to Dynamite on Hallmark West. <laughs>
0: I mean, they still got they still got the deals with like Fight TV and stuff like that. So they they'll find something because they they do have good enough ratings that somebody would pick them up. Yes, will they America. have? Will, yeah, will they have those ratings after somebody else picks them up? No, but they'll have better ratings than probably a lot of other things. If if they do happen to lose out on on the TNT and Steven TBS
1: Dynamite on True TV this Saturday at three a.m. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, who are you picking for this match, Wardle? Yeah. W- what Warla. reason
1: would I have to pick anybody but him?
0: I don't see them putting two championship belts on Samoa Joe because no. they're still trying to keep it sort of separate. And again, mm-hmm. it's like powerhouse ops is there so that they don't that they don't have the ROH champion lose. Yep. AW six man tag team match for the AW Elite Trios Championship. <laughs> because let's just call it that. Uh, This is the second time that Death Triangle and the Elite will face off. We don't do rematches. Uh, So it's the Elite, right?
1: Look, I understand (laughs) that one Phil Brooks fucked up a lot of Tony's plans. Okay? I get that. But when, when Iron Sheik won the belt from Bob Backlund. Even though everybody knew he was just going to lose it to Hulk Hogan, they didn't, like, rub your face in it. (laughs) This is just like, well, of course we're going to put the belts back on the Elite. Why waste any time? Well, then just strip that triangle, because who gives a fuck then?
0: The, The other aspect of this is you have Pac... One of the first guys that she brought over as the disgruntled WWE guy. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the first guys. You have Penta and Rey, who are one of the greatest tag teams alive right now. And they're relegated to just holding the belts until the Bucks get back. Yep. Because it's the Bucks. That's, that's so fucking sad, dude.
1: Even though Penta and Phoenix beat the Bucks for the tag titles the Bucks have made it so you will never remember that
0: no yeah tune in later when FTR doesn't get another match (laughs) they're not on this card at all
1: oh they'll be on the pre-show probably
0: they will be Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called yep so Elite or Death Triangle Elite unfortunately it's a shame but it is what it is Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus 2 as this is another rematch uh, this time in a steel cage match. Luchasaurus or Jungle Boy? Who cares?
1: Um, sadly, not me. I, uh, when if you told me this feud was happening a year ago, I probably would have cared. But uh, let's go with uh, Jungle Boy because they got it right. They can't have him fucking. I think he's lost like the past four times he's been on pay per view. <laughs>
0: yeah i think that they're they're gonna have him win this one because eventually they want to have him versus christian right once mm-hmm. christian is not concussed anymore and stops fucking breadbreaker yeah
1: i hope that's a fucking rumor really yeah, did
0: you see the fucking her her and tony shivani snuggling up together too oh well she dick seizes him all the time yeah but this was like a fucking like a twitter picture of it this wasn't like on air or like that gross Anyway, a, uh, oh, did I say mine? Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen, because this is a match we wanted to see in 2022.
1: I feel like they actually did do this match at TNA, and they just had some other X Division loser instead of Darby. It was, right. like, the exact same match with Jay Lethal, but it was somebody... It was, like, Ilix Skipper or something like that. Um, what a pole. Who fucking... Dude, Jeff Jarrett and Sting wrestling in 2022. Can we be... Can we not? I mean, what the fuck? I think i get a more entertaining match if they dug up Dusty from the fucking back. Gross. The corpse of Dusty Rhodes versus Sting. Um... Let's go Sting and Darby because Sting don't lose on pay per view.
0: No. I'm going to Sting too. I was looking really quickly to see if they had. Um, if they did this at all before. These two faces each other a lot. Jeff Jarrett and Sting. You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And TNA I'm not alone. I'm any... Yeah. I'm not seeing anything with Jay Leap alone. Wow. But there's plenty of. There are plenty of times that it's been old guy versus old guy and two young guys with them oh huh, there you go because well he, I wouldn't call him young but Kevin Ash and Sting versus Samoa Joe and Jeff Jarrett okay how random is that yep uh and then there's Christian and Sting versus Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner
1: oh my god ugh <laughs>
0: So well, Christian, Christian and Sting versus Jeff Jordan and Monty Brown. <laughs> I mean, that's this Weird. is basically that match. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be Sting because I don't I don't see them doing this. I think that eventually, if Sting does lose, it's going to be against. Well, no, I was going to say it would be against somebody important, <laughs> but it'll probably be against like fucking uh, Lee Moriarty or something like that. It. it I would assume it the only logical
1: explanation would be a face versus face match where he puts Darby over. Yeah. Probably. And that's fine. If we ever get there, that would be nice, considering we're two years deep into this shit now.
0: <sighs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, uh Britt Baker versus Soraya in her return match ever.
1: Uh, I guess you go with Soraya, because if she loses out of the gate, then who gives a
2: fuck?
0: Yeah, this is clearly, Brit is our, our most important one, so put over Soraya for her comeback, or like that. Yeah, it's gonna be Soraya if this match actually ends. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if if somebody doesn't get carted off two minutes into the yeah.
0: match, right. Exactly. The, the, this match is gonna suck, because... If, if what we heard was true that you can only do moves to Survil while she's facing you like that's not good because think how many times people do like the fucking like reverse bulldogs and floatovers and stuff like that like a lot of the things you do is sneak it up on your opponent and hit them with moves
1: yep like a roll-up she can't do a fucking a schoolgirl tour
0: she can't can't do a roll-up because Survival will land right on her fucking neck. <laughs> On that stack of time, she calls her Nick. Hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, you've got... She can't do a fucking roll-up. She can't do a German suplex. Not that she would, but, yeah. Like, there's a lot of the... And again, this was this is the woman who tweeted out the fucking picture that she made in Word where it said she has no restrictions. You clearly have restrictions. Right.
1: <laughs> um, uh, One interesting development, maybe. This could potentially be somewhat of a swerve where... Britt cut a very facey promo on, on yeah. Dynamite, and it's been floated around that they're going to do a double switch and Britt's going to yeah. come out as the face and Soraya will be the heel. If you do that, then save Soraya's life, give her a heavy, and have the yeah. heavy cause Brit the match. Especially, she... with, especially with Jamie Hayter preoccupied, it might be the perfect time.
0: She technically has Tony Storm? Right, but I guess if you're going to turn her, Tony Storm is, I guess, a face. Yeah. So you'd probably have to get you know, hook her up with somebody else. But I guess you could have her with Nyla Rose. <laughs> well, I was, thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking Mel still signed, right? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> oh well, whatever. No, she got fired. Sorry, we don't fire anybody. Uh, she, Tony Khan didn't uh, didn't like her work, so he let her contract expire. Hmm. Athena's still running around and trying to injure people, so I can always do that. Sure. Whatever. AWTBS championship, Jade Cargo versus Nyla Rose, who for whatever reason is claiming she's the TBS champion? She pulled
1: the old I'll steal the belt and call myself the champion. Except she yeah. did it on like a rampage. Or yeah, it was a I battle of the belts. I hear about it. <laughs> I, oh no, it was battle of the belts, which makes it even worse, because even less people watched um and it's, it's, Jade it's sad when is, Tony I was, I was just gonna say Jade is ice cold. Like she no, was she's been, cold. No, but she was featured for a while and now she's just kind of fallen off a cliff, like nobody even knows she's still there.
0: Nobody gives a shit because she's literally just been pushed as undefeatable, but she isn't good. Right. So people are like, At least Goldberg was entertaining matches. And eventually things started getting harder for him things have been easy for jade cargo this entire time like she's never had somebody that's actually like put her to her limit or anything like that you know you would think so
1: rose would be that person just given the sheer size but
0: yeah we'll see just just how sad is it when tony kind of stick back into his 10 different uh storyline ideas i go well oh, oh. You gotta do the old steal the fucking belt and pretend you're the champion one. He's just so fucking cliched. Here's a barn burner. Four-way match for the ROH Championship, which a lot of people are contri- are saying contributes to the downfall of AEW. This fucking ROH shit that they keep, put, keep putting on. Chris Jericho, the current champion, because God knows why. Brian Danielson, Claudio Casagnoli, or Sammy Guevara.
1: So to speak on that, uh, I I kind of agree, because we saw a lot of interest with AEW fade right around the time they were pushing the New Japan pay-per-view. Yep. And now it's even worse, because ROH doesn't have a TV show. ROH doesn't have a home. They just kind of leech off of whatever TV time they get on Dynamite and Rampage, and it's... ROH was never a company that should be... A supplemental company. You know what I mean? Right. Like they should either be on their own, doing their own thing on their own show, or not exist. Because it just feels like it's taking up
0: time and space. Right. You remember before WWE had two oh five live where they had a cruiser match, a cruiserweight match every show?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they would like change the colors and stuff like that, and everyone would be like, Well, <laughs> time to take a piss. <laughs> that's what that's what <laughs> ROH <our laughs> is <laughs>
1: It's true, they bring out Ian Riccobani to do commentary yeah. for these matches. They have, uh... Uh, God, what the fuck's his name? Bobby, um... Bobby Cruz Rude. do the fucking <laughs> ring announcing.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, it's time for Ring of Honor! Uh, yeah. And everyone goes, Well, I can get some nachos. Yeah. There's not a line, because nobody's here. <laughs> uh, who you going so who with you guys? Oh, well, um, I think Danielson... Although, I'm, I'm picking Danielson, knowing full well that it's probably going to be Jericho.
1: I was going to say, um, I'm going with Jericho because they love them themselves the Ocho. See, and that's the
0: thing is, like, Brian Daniel, Tony Khan took one of the most over guys in the world and made him a fucking afterthought. Are you excited when Brian Danielson hits the ring now? Like no, are you are you looking at Claudio Castagnoli and being like he's a future world champion? No. Like those are two guys that people had such high hopes for. Like okay, Cesaro's finally able to be fucking break out and be a big star. Nope, he's exactly where he was, even probably worse off than before. And you're like Brian Danielson is this huge fucking signing, and he's a former WWE champion, and he was leader of the Yes Movement, and he lost every opportunity he's had at, at the belt, and now is just the, like, fourth best member of his team.
1: Brian Danielson really depresses me a lot. Not him personally, but, like, what they've done with him. Because... Yeah. We you know for for two years people threw around the word game changer whenever a WWE uh, superstar signed with AEW. The difference being, I really did believe that Brian Danielson was because he's yeah. fucking Brian Danielson, and we all knew even when he was with WWE and he wasn't wrestling, he said it all the time. I want to wrestle. I'll go go wrestle in a bingo hall if I have to. So when right. he came to AEW, I was like. You know, this is the guy that represents indie wrestling. He is going to be the man, um, and they blew their nut right away with having him fight Kenny, which was fine, except for the fact that it shouldn't have been right away. It should have been something you build to, and then he didn't even win that match. It was a fucking sixty-minute draw. So, yeah. And actually, I might be exaggerating. I think it might have been a thirty-minute draw, but doesn't matter. Um, And then after that, he lost to Hangman, and it's just, you know... He has been doing nothing but losing, and now he's losing to people like Jericho? Like, what the fuck? That sucks. That's why I don't think he's going to win this match. It's a
0: shame. Sure. So... (laughs) That takes us to the interim AEW Women's Champion. How How long has Thunder Rosa been out? Uh, since before uh, All Out. So, at least August. Jesus Christ. Tony Storm has, so far, a 75-day reign as interim champion. 75 days. Calling her the not-quite champion. That's kind of fucked, man. Yeah. Either bring Thunder Rosa back, or just be like, yeah, Thunder Rosa's fucking fired, and Tony Storm is the true champion.
1: Well, you don't even have to go that far. Just, I mean, this is this has been going on for, in wrestling for decades. Just suspend her and say yeah. you're stripping her of the belt, and then the winner of Tony Storm versus whoever is the new champion. That's right. all you got to do. Yep. Um, that being said, I am gonna go with my heart which is very unexpected considering I'm a big Tony Storm fan Well, yeah. of other reasons but anyway I'm going to go with Jamie Hayter okay. because Tony likes to pull the trigger when he feels like the crowd is off at someone and I think this is the best chance she's ever had
0: she's okay. got a great ass they both <laughs> do I mean let's be honest here. yeah so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Tony Storm. All right. I mean, that's but, fine. But I can see it. This is, by the way, another rematch. Mm-hmm. All right, the next match is the AEW Championship Eliminator Tournament Finals. As of our recording here, AEW has yet to do a first round matchup between Lance Archer and Ricky Starks. We already have Ethan Page in the finals. Yeah. And we don't have the other side of the bracket. We have Brian Cage, who is in the semifinals, because he did his match. So we are going to do Lance Archer versus Ricky Starks, well, by the time you are listening to this today, on Rampage. Uh, then we're going to have Brian Cage versus Archer or Starks on the pre-show... Uh, then the winner of that is going to face Ethan Page later on in the night. That's How is that doing? fucking fair? They're that, that is what they are doing. the Pre-show, they're doing it on the pre-show. Hmm. Okay. How but... is it fair that that whoever Ethan Page is facing has to wrestle twice in one night?
1: It's not fair. Um, and it's it's very convoluted to the fact that, like you said, you couldn't you couldn't have planned this out better, unless they're trying to stack the deck against Ricky Starks. They're not, though. <laughs> right, because Ricky Starks is probably going to lose to Brian. To, to, well, actually, if you had to pick one person for Ethan Page to fight for, in the finals, it's not going to be Brian Cage or
0: Lance Archer. Right. Ethan Page versus Ricky Starks seems like the obvious route to go, even though they've faced each other before. By the way, another rematch. Um, but, I mean... This is just going to be whoever loses to John Moxley or MJF next week, right?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, so it's going to be Ethan Page because they're already like putting the seeds for that feud. Uh, By the way, why? I mean, for a little bit, it seemed like they were doing something with Ethan Page, and if he wins this tournament, sure, there's that. But MJF walked down to the ring on Dynamite. And beat up the entire Firm by himself. Yep. Not even Big Cash really gave him much trouble. He just kicked him in the nuts. Yep. Why do I think the Firm is anything if MJF can just smack him around like a bunch of bitches? Well,
0: because they're going to show you that the Firm is actually on his side, and you know, he, they're going to help him win the championship and they're going to be like, yeah, we were just fucking around when, when you tried to beat us up. You weren't really trying to beat us up.
1: Possible. The- Possible.
0: Yeah, it's going to be Ethan Page. Yeah, I think it's going to be Ethan Page.
1: Which, hey, at least they're doing something. You know, it, it it's so funny, right? I, I, gotta, I gotta fucking point this out. There is ways for this company to book correctly. There is talent that people yeah. like people like Ricky Starks, Ethan Page, Jamie Hader like you don't have to rely on bringing in someone like Jeff Jarrett you right. have talent signed that you could make into stars if you knew what you were doing right but they don't
0: <laughs> there are times of charm the acclaimed verse swerve and her in our glory three for the AEW World Team championship we don't do rematches. Uh, who you got acclaimed or swerve in your glory? Be acclaimed cuz
1: what else are we doing?
0: <laughs> right. I'm assuming that Keith Lee is going to turn on Swerve or Vice Versa. Yeah, probably. That takes us to our main event, Mox vs MJF 2. We don't do re- do rematches for the AEW World Championship. Who you got? Um
1: They don't have a choice. Renee's already booked a cruise starting,
0: like, next week. So, Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going with MJF.
0: It's got to be MJF, because if you have MJF lose to Moxley, you will incite a riot with your crowd.
1: No, not only does it have to be MJF, I assume this was going to be the plan. It was Punk versus MJF at Full Gear and MJF wins.
0: Right. Um,
1: Because that... The one thing that bothers me, though, and I understand that was the plan, but MJF decides to come out this week, and his promo was completely CM Punk referencing. And I'm like, just because you had that promo written back in September doesn't mean you should use the same promo. Right. Because you're fighting John Moxley, not CM Punk, so maybe don't make references to all of Punk's promos. Uh-huh. Just throwing it out there, <laughs> but no, this is absolutely MJF. Mox is way overdue for a vacation, mm. uh, and and he'll get it. So, uh, which look, everything that this company has done wrong, putting the belt on MJF would be the first thing they've done right with the world title since
0: last year. Full gear. Yep, yeah, for sure. For sure. And you honestly get mocks away from the title picture for a while.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: He's a three-time champion. We don't need to see it again. Every one of his reigns have just been meh. So it's it's time to move on for a little bit. Like, put Daniel Bryanson in that fucking position, you know? Put Claudio in that position if you want to fucking claim he's a game changer, you know? Put Keith Lee in that position like he's supposed to be, you know?
1: That's what we all thought. Like, stop
0: <laughs> Stop relying on John Moxley to lead your show when he's not as over with the crowd as you think he is. And he's relatively boring on a lot of his promos. I don't know.
1: Again, this is probably all, you know, plan B because of one Phil right. Brooks. But right, exactly. Let's hope we start uh, putting it in the right direction with that title going on MJF.
0: Fair enough. Go ahead and slap some bit on that bitch. And uh, like I said, in two weeks, you will hear our results on that. I don't have anything else to talk about.
1: I don't either, sir. Enjoy the Thanksgiving break.
0: I will. I will. I'll be staying at home and probably making pulled pork sandwiches. So <laughs> I, I don't like turkey. The rest of my family doesn't like turkey. My daughter, we were driving a uh, home last week and my daughter was like are we gonna have to have her turkey on thanksgiving and I was like well we're we're staying home um and just kind of doing our own thing and I'm like i don't like turkey either and it's so much work for so little payoff she's like that's good <laughs> it's like yeah, that's good. Yeah, we don't need to do it. Uh, so, so the no, exact no, same no, thing
1: it. here. Um, nobody other than my mother in law likes turkey. Like nobody, and we're right. just skipping it because why? Should we should make a turkey? Why? No one's gonna fucking eat it. <laughs> right. What's the point?
0: Yeah, turkey is one of those things where it needs to be on something. You know, turkey sandwich is good. You yeah, know, like a like a turkey grilled cheese, fine. You know, but or like yeah. a or, yeah, or like a sob or some of that now, but just like straight fucking like a chunk of turkey on your plate, it's just yeah. yeah. I never yeah, cared yeah.
1: for it even growing up. I was like, like I'd eat it because it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. I thought that's what you were supposed to do, but
0: yeah. To me, the mashed potatoes were the star of the dish, anyways. So it's like yeah,
1: the mashed potatoes and the stuffing.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, eh. but hey, all of you listeners out there. Uh, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, have yourself a safe and fun Thanksgiving. If you don't, enjoy whatever day of the week it's going to be. Yeah.
1: Get high, motherfuckers. So,
0: that's right. <laughs> Ten. So, Sal, why don't you go ahead and send some? No, oh, I guess that
1: means that we will run you down next week. Bye.
0: at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling you can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling follow us on twitter at rundownnetwork like us on facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling email the show your dick pics and twat shots via wrestling at gmail.com or go to instagram or youtube